Georgie Parker here from That's What She Said. Thank you to Sportsbet. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Bubs and Joe. Now, Joe, put your phone away. And Bubs, put your phone away. I'm not putting my phone away. Um, <laughs> how was your weekend, Bubs, especially? Because I've got something that happened to me on Friday night that I'm just a little bit concerned about. I didn't do anything on Friday night. I was at home. No, I went to training and then I came straight home. Because I I actually got a message from... <laughs> You're going to get me into trouble with I, this. <laughs> I got a message from Richard Dummiston from... He's the host of the AFL podcast. And I was very, very concerned by it because it actually said to me, I'm home, bubs, if you want to shoot around now. Well, well, let's clarify. Bubs. Bub. Miss Guzzi? There's no S on there. Miss Guzzi? It wasn't me. I was not involved <laughs> at all. I don't know what you're talking about. He, he did then say wrong convo, um, which <laughs> I was very surprised that firstly a manly man like Richard Hummerspud actually uses the word bubs. Um, I was shook by it actually. Yes. Um, and then I was concerned that you... A mother and married woman was yeah. heading over to um, Richie's house. Yeah, well, um, look, I didn't. And I, <laughs> to my husband listening right now, no, <laughs> this has got nothing to do with me. And this is how I actually know when people call their other half bubs. When I introduce myself as bubs and say my name's bubs and they continue to call me <laughs> Mel, I'm like, okay, obviously there's, there's something happening here. Just be honest. Um, you call your wife Bubs or something, or your Mrs. Bubs. I don't know about the term Bubs. Are you as as I'm a babe. I'm a babe. I'm a babe. Uh, yeah, babe. What, what are you, Joe Weston? I don't have a significant yeah, other. Yeah, but if you were to have a significant other, would you say babe? Oh, I like babe. Hun? No, bub, hun. Bubs. I don't like honey. I say honey to you guys all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I used to say it patronizingly. Like, honey. honey. Hey, sweetie. Babe. Yeah. I feel like babe gets used in my friendship group a little bit and hey, they babe. hate it when I use it because it does sound a little bit patronizing, doesn't well, it? Well, <laughs> sweetie is a little bit patronizing, but I do it authentically. I actually say sweetie as in, in a proper thing. And then a coach used it and I've never used it again. So oh. one of our coaches actually used it as sweetie. And I think he was thinking that it was – a good term, but it really sounds quite condescending, so I stopped using it altogether. Well, I say dull. Dull. We, yeah, so we say dull. Dull, dull. Um, and I've found out you're actually not allowed to say dull to people who are older than you. Oh, no, because yeah. Because people it then sounds, go, yeah. Mm, dull, yeah. Mm, you're being like a little bit of a brat. Yeah. But I don't mean it. Like I'm like, hey, dull. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I say dull for uh, groups of friends or chicks. Like, hey, chick, how hey, are you? chick. Chicka. Chick. Chick-a-dee. Yeah, chick. chick. <laughs> They're my chicks. Yeah, chicks. soccer chicks. Um, but anyway, so poor old Richie Hammersbud was very um, apologetic. <laughs> Fuck, wrong convo. I, was, I said I'm shook that you'd use that term. Boy, oh boy, wowie. This will remain, this will remain between <laughs> friends. So we're well, all every, friends here. He is obviously – we're all friends. Yeah. Um, podcast listeners. listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I then asked him, do you make vouchers and tokens she could use for massages and doing the dishes for Valentine's Day as well? <laughs> No, but I do make little weekend getaways that outline our activities and menus. So, so it's <laughs> see, Stop see it. guys, it pays to be romantic. <laughs> um, but here we are now. It's been a big weekend, especially here at Sportsbet. Um, you know, no matter what side of the political fence you sit on, everyone has to feel sorry for Sportsbet paying out early on the old labour. $1.3 million it cost them. Ouch. So, I mean, you could be a labour voter, but... You still have your job, I guess, as opposed to that guy who made that decision. That is phenomenal. Like the sway of it was just ridiculous. Wasn't it? Unreal. But, um, 
when we send a message every Sunday, hey, guys, what do you want to chat about this week? And you girls gave me donuts except for you, bubs. He goes, I would like to chat about why politicians decide it's a good idea to attempt to play sports. They do, they do it every time. Like they think it's like. Anytime there is this political banter campaign, they go and play sport. Pick sports that you're actually good at. Don't set up a photo shoot sitting on a bridge and going, okay, so the the cameras are rolling and Bill Shorten gets the go and he sprints down this bridge. And I know you've seen the footage. It is is run on every (laughs) channel. And he's his man boobs are going faster than his arms, and I I think you know what I'm all for people getting out there and exercising when they have you know health issues they want to get lose a bit of weight I'm all for giving them a high five and saying you know what I will never belittle anyone but when you set up except for Bill Short that's a gimmick that's a gimmick like he's sprinting. <laughs> What, you wouldn't be sprinting. Like, what are you? Like, have you got gates up? Like, is it a time trial? Like, what are you doing? Forty yeah. meter sprint. He's trying to get into the like, mid season draft. The problem with me is that I will now vote based on his running ability. <laughs> that is, I can't vote for someone who runs like that. And, and then ScoMo, he plays soccer. He sticks at top corner, and I'm like, all right, here we go. Sign him up. But <laughs> it, it's also like you have the footage that's it's. This is going to haunt him until he retires. Well, Actually, even then, because you've got Johnny Howard bowling that ball in hilarious yes. in India or Pakistan, wherever but he is. It is the funniest <laughs> thing you'll see. You've got Kevin Rudd playing yep. handball at the school. Have you seen that yep. one? Yep. Yeah, I've seen them all. Them. They 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 cringe. They are so cringeworthy. They like no. stick in my mind. Give me John Howard in that. Tracksuit. Tracksuit, that sound, you can hear him coming from a while. It's like George Costanza, like shushing, shushing down. I, I would get, just give me that because that's jogging, that's real. That's He's trying to stay fit. He's trying to stay healthy. He needs to do it to help him not have a heart attack. Like, But don't sprint down the bridge. <laughs> without, without, without like a GPS bra on or something. GPS I mean, like maybe bra, like you can get away with it these days. Like just put something on it, like contain <laughs> Contain the puppies. I'm a bit of a sceptic. I reckon they purposely set up sporting events that they're bad at to make them look like more endearing. Oh, like, yeah, like, oh, he's giving it a go. He's a true blue Australian. He's it. having I a go. Picture no. them planning at the political party I'm saying, sorry. Um, how bad are you at kicking a football? All right, we're going to just have to give you lessons but to make you more No shit. women do it. No, no women well, do it. There are women in politics. Well, so. <laughs> well, apart from that. But but then they also try to relate to the commoner by I'm going to go have a beer at the pub yeah. and they do it, they they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> they have a nothing sip and stand there like, oh, I'm here every every Wednesday on steak night. Exactly. No, you're not. You know. Also, they can't eat food properly. Yeah, because they're so short like, and eating that sausage. <laughs> I can't. I'll never forget that. You know, and that's why we should have voted Mick Wall in yeah. on the sports bet. Yeah, he had the he had a very good policies. You know, that unfortunately didn't get in. I, I messaged him and said, sorry that you didn't make it into Parliament. And he said, um, nah, probably a bit too much work anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair enough. I can't back it up. And I can't back it up. Well, speaking about too much work, um, big news this week, Nick Curios. So, what? yeah, I mean, he's he's the person that everyone loves to hate, everyone loves to whatever he said. And he's had a couple of things this week, had his massive dummy spit 
um, where he's literally over in over in the Italy Open. He literally threw a chair onto the onto the court. But then he also had this podcast that came out, which <laughs> had some pretty damning um, quotes coming out of it. But also, when you listen to it, it's kind of like I kind of don't hate you because I don't know. He kind of justifies it all at the same time, and he's literally said, "Oh, I don't work." hard at all I'm, I probably worked the least hard out of anyone in the top 100 and I didn't realize that until um, Bernard Tomic I saw that he does more work than me and that's when it clicked for him. <laughs> that, that's quite <laughs> funny isn't it as a comparison like he's yeah. using Tomic does more than Kyrgios but I mean I've kind of he's a talking point isn't he I, can't, I feel sorry for him because he clearly doesn't like it but at the same time he does it I think it's one of those things where you know that if you've got an Australian Open match and you can pick of all the courts out in the Australian Open and you know Kyrgios is playing, you're going to watch him, don't you? But you watch him because you don't know whether you're either going to get a ripping match because yeah. he's very good. Jet, he's freakishly talented. Or he's going to throw a, a chair onto the court. You know, there's no in between. And I, I don't know, I mean, it's 2019. Are we allowing these, Joe, these McEnroe type um, I, dummy uh, spits anymore? I don't think for me I like Kyrgios versus Tomic. I like Kyrgios because I feel it's genuine. This is how he feels. This is his truth. Um, he doesn't want to do it. It hurts us because he's so talented and people wish that they had that talent. But then he has no mask. So when you want him to filter it, he doesn't. Um, but it would also good him and puts put him in good stead for with people if he did mask it a couple of times. Yeah. But I just think he just he just wants to be himself. He's living life to his own uh, beat like the yeah. beat of his own drum. And you've got to respect that part of it. His character. That, it is. And that's when I listen to this podcast. And the podcast is called No Challenges Remaining. And it's with a um, a reporter that he often has some little Twitter beef with and he starts with do we have beef I don't know do we have beef he goes no 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 I literally I know that I can put anything on the internet and it'll blow up so I just have a laugh and I actually like laugh when I'm tweeting about things and so it's quite interesting because he owns everything he says he's Mm -hmm. like I would rather just be honest why do people pretend they like each other because it's not true and these are some of the things that he has Nick Kyrgios's opinion on Novak Djokovic I just feel like he has a sick obsession with wanting to be liked. I feel like he wants to be liked so much I can't stand it. You know, then he's got someone, this is his quote on Vadasco. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. He's the most arrogant person ever. He thinks he's God's gift but, like, dude, your backhand's pretty average. <laughs> and it's what people think. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's back, he, yeah. like, runs around all the time and hits it forehand. So you know it's pretty bad and he just calls it like it is. Exactly. But in this podcast though he then comes out and starts talking about, oh, like, you know, if I didn't have this guy on tour with me, I'd be out every single night, you know, at one tournament. He said he was out every single night going to bed at 4.30 (laughs) a.m. If I had a GoPro that week, it would have been like a movie. I went out every single night going to sleep about 4.30 a.m. The plays party was an an all-white party. First of all, I wore all black and I got absolutely hammered. I don't know how I won that week. And that is, I mean, it's, it's just, not a good advertisement for kids coming and playing sport, but no. it's an uh, it's pretty much advocate for doing what you feel so that you don't get bottled up um, mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 have that mask every yeah. time you turn up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I I do. You know, he clearly is battling a lot of things, but. 
take your time to yourself then. But he does. He, he speaks about you know all I'm doing is playing a sport. Somebody asked him in a press conference, "How are you? Are you okay?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm actually fine." There's people that can't get food, and I all I'm doing is yeah. playing a game of tennis. And I'm all for that. I mm. think it's really important for people, fans, players, coaches, you know, members of boards to go, actually, it's just a game. Let's just take a second back and think about it's just a game. But then when he, like I think what you said, if people, you know, he's trying to live out someone else's dream, I think, and that's when people get that tall poppy yep. because they want to be able to do it and they can't. So I don't know. I'm so torn with him. Do I I know? Do I love him? I don't know. I I find it hard. I feel like he's the bloke on the building site that is pretty smart, does his job well when he wants to but turns up late, calls in sick when you need him the most, Mm -hmm. hates his job but still does it, gets paid a shitload of money to be there and, you know, can let you down any moment of the week but he's such a quality lad to have on the job side. And he still gets a promotion. And he still gets a promotion, yeah. That's the guy. You know who I equate him to? Billy Madison. He is exactly Billy Madison and when it becomes accountable – Oh, he can do uh, it. He can what? do whatever he wants, yeah. you know. He does whatever he wants and then he's like, hold on, I am smart. I can do I can do this tennis thing. <laughs> it's Nudie Magazine Day. Nudie, Nudie, Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> Less nepotism than Billy Madison, but I don't know if he's making any friends on tour with comments like that about no. other players. I mean, clearly they're not his mates if no. he's sort of throwing them under no. the bus like that. But I don't know. I feel like he's sort of probably feeling a little bit uh, out of the odds because like most sports people, they kind of all get formed into these little like cookie cutters like yeah. Federer. I mean, Nadal, Djokovic has just become, you know, yeah. popularity is a part of being a sports person now and Nick doesn't really care about that really. But which it's, an, it's an individual sport. Exactly. So there's no team, yeah. there's no camaraderie, he's got no banter. It's a very lonely tour. Mm. His attitude wouldn't fly in a team. I think no. That's, <laughs> can you imagine him in your team? <laughs> but he'd have... But he can. But he, he would he, make a team. Do you know what why? He because he's so bloody good, good that he would get stuck in that team, and I, I, he probably would retire early because at some point you've got to put the team culture first. Yeah. But geez, you just want to hold on to him because he's got so much talent. It's frustrating. Yeah. I think that's what's a frustration of the country. <laughs> oh, it's hard. But I mean, then you've got he's clearly struggling mentally, and then th- there's things like we've had Tom Boyd this week retiring at 23 years old. Kyrgios is only 24. You know, and he doesn't want to retire because he's making so much money. Tom Boyd, you know, he's giving up a million-dollar-year contract. He's 23, retiring because of mental health. It's pretty sad. I I call it differently. I say it's inspirational. Yeah. I don't want to say it's sad. Well, I think it's sad that somebody is yeah, sad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It, like just when his coach, Beveridge, um, breaks down, like when I found out one of my teammates was struggling with mental health issues and – um, she tried to commit suicide. I I broke down in tears because I didn't see it. I I put it on myself. I felt very guilty. Yeah. And all those emotions that had come to the fore, especially with Beveridge as a coach, how much like all the things I've said to this kid in the lead up to this. What have I done to help make or break this kid? So when you look at it. The sadness is there because it's such a debilitating illness mm. that it's it's got to be sad. But I think what a credit to the guy, yep. inspirational, just to show everybody out there it's not about the money, it's mm. about your 
Yeah. Mental health. You are important. You are valued beyond what you make yep. and what you can produce on the football field. Yeah, well the de- said. Yeah, the definitive closing of the door is probably what's, I guess, brought out so much emotion of it because before he was sort of sidelined by injury and he was still battling on it on the side and I think they all probably always had that hope that he would be able to come back and join the team and be a part of the Bulldogs, you know, fold again out on the field. And I think him making the final decision to put his mental health first is probably just it's the ending of an era, I guess, for them mm. and him, his involvement in AFL as a as a player. So, yeah, and I wish it, him the it, best. It's well, such a fine line in sport because you've got to push people to that limit physically, mentally, mm. but to get the most out of yourself and athletes have such a um, high standard of where they, they sit mm. and feel and how they want to perform and act. You know, it's a very fine line. You can easily go over it as a teammate, as a coach yeah. um, because every single person has a different threshold. And we're and, and we're all got to, you've already got to bring it back to the physical as well because when you think about it, if a, if a player rolls their ankle, you physically can see mm-hmm. yeah. the problem. You can yeah. physically see it. We have to treat mental illness like let's say to him, okay, you've retired from the sport but there's no reason why if you can beat this, Say we say cancer. Can you mm. beat cancer? Can you come back? Yeah. I always think of Dylan Tombides when you know he he passed away from his prostate cancer, but he beat it initially and he came back. And, and and it took so long for him to beat it. But we always hold out hope for this mental disease to be beatable. Mm. And and we don't want to say it's it's retirement. For him because, you know, but he needs to say retirement because he needs to let it go and work on himself and then, like, who knows what's going to happen. He's He's so young young. that he could come back. And that's that's what we've got to hold out hopeful that we can all beat the the disease, the black dog. Yeah, that's it. And they they speak about it and there's more, you know, about it and more awareness than ever. So um, it's something that. I guess the the clubs are very aware of this. Yeah, it would be interesting to see. I guess he came through the GWS pathway when they had a lot of young athletes there all at one time yeah. before he moved um, down to the Western Bulldogs, in which was like a really high-profile and high-value monetary trade. So whether those sort of circumstances need to be better managed for certain athletes, that might be a part of it. Yeah, well, I guess athletes, they're, they're getting – they're 17 years old, 18 years old, just finished school and then you have to get – shipped across the country, no, you've got no choice in where you go whatsoever. It's not like in America where you finish school, you have the choice of what college you go to. If you're, you know, we'll, mm. we'll go Zion Williamson, you know, he is getting to, he got to choose, I'm going to go to Duke and he's going to be there for a year, um, you know, in NFL, they're in for three years before they're going pro. It, it gives them time to develop mentally, de- time to develop um, physically, um, you know, and they'll never do it. Socially as Socially. well I think is a big one. Like I know from a few of my friends that play AFL, like as soon as it's so all-consuming um, once you join an AFL club or once you get drafted that it does sign, it kind of segregate you from Normal what have been your, your support network and your friends for the last however many years you may have met people at school or through family, yeah. friends, and then your trajectories just go different and it becomes harder and harder to relate to the yeah. people who aren't a part of your and club. They just don't get it because you have to grow up really quickly as an athlete, really, really fast because you can't act like an 18-year-old. 
You have to, as much as I do, as much as I do, that's why I hang out with the children of the club to bring my age a little bit lower. But, you know, they have to act older and the old guys can't act, you can't act like a 35-year-old in a club. Everyone has to sort of merge to become mm. this, this age bracket for you to all be on the same page because otherwise it just doesn't work as a team, you know. But, you know, it gives you a couple of years more just to be able to be a normal kid, um, you know, part-time work your way through to becoming that professional level that you need to be. Yeah, and unfortunately when you step into a club sometimes there's this hierarchy thing happening and the best culture at clubs is when they don't allow that sort of bullying mentality come in. So um, it used to be all this banter around when a player comes into the club they have to clean my boots. Um, I did it when I was young so I you got to clean my boots. Yeah, well, <laughs> excuse me? Well, only on a Saturday night. No. <laughs> <laughs> me you on a Friday. Carry, you don't carry the balls at all. Oh, no, I wouldn't carry them. No, oh, if they were there, if they were there and I need to pick them up, yeah. But, like, you know, the, the young kids would just naturally carry them. Yeah. No. Not in a, like, you must carry them, otherwise, you know, well, I, I would, I'm not going to prank you. I would call, yeah, I, I, you're not going to stick call it, Ashton. Yeah, but, you're not going to wedgie somebody <laughs> if they don't pick up the Chinese balls. Bird. You'll just... Um, Passively, aggressively tell them. You go, I've done I'm my service. I'm carrying the balls. I've done at, my service. At 30 years old, <laughs> I'm carrying the balls. And then, then you wait for the, a young entertainer. Just keep like, you yes. humble, carrying but the balls. Also, if, my, if I saw my captain doing it, I would go, here, Donnie, I'll take them. It's for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's natural. It's not like she's enforcing it. I just naturally would do it. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's like there's when you respect. Go, when you go and into a hierarchy. hierarchy. Yeah. You go into a hotel room. And it literally would be whoever has the most amount of caps gets the double bed. If there's only one double bed, what about or they get the better room? But that's different to walking yeah, into a gym session and saying, uh, "Get off that equipment." Yeah, it's my like I need to use that equipment. Get off it. No, that, that that's well, that's what I'm talking about. That's that bullying sort of mental mentality that you know that comes into some clubs. I won't say all clubs, but if you don't have it at a, you know at a culture. Like I would say Mary Fowler, she's just been um, selected into the Matildas World Cup squad. She has played zero representative W League. She'll be she, carrying the balls, that's for sure. She's definitely carrying the balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she, like if she's not carrying the balls, it's a, no, I'm just joking. Like it, you would say everyone carries the balls because so much equipment at a training session yeah. anyway that everyone carries the balls. But if you think that a Mary Fowler needs to be in a national team environment with no previous experience in the W League and not come out of it with some sort of pressure on her to perform, to get – like, she, don't get me wrong, I don't know Mary Fowler. I've never met her. Um, I only see what she does on the field. There's obviously a reason why she's been selected for the Matildas. She must have talent. But this is a different age. We have so many young players in the Matildas with so many caps that the longevity of a Mary Fowler – she may go by the wayside, she may drop underneath. Like if I think about Sam Kerr and all the times that she had it rough in her career, if she had to do it in the spotlight that is now on the Matildas, I'm not sure if she comes out the same. Mm. She has a great support network. She has great people around her. Um, You know, her brother Daniel has been up and down in his career so I'm sure she would have gone through, you know, a lot of support network through that. She's been grounded by her partner Nikki. If if people don't have that support network, you can be very – like if her parents are extra hard on her when she gets home, you don't know how that's going to play out. She will be a superstar at school though. 
She's oh, already man, seen superstar. how many credits you get from that. You are officially the coolest person in school. Yeah, well, going to a World, <laughs> World Cup, Cup, France. No worries. You know, them fighting over you because she can essentially play for two different countries. Is she, she can play half? for Yeah, she's Ireland or Australia. Oh. And I, I think that they have placed her to play at this World Cup because then she can't play yeah, for they're Ireland. they're trying to claim her allegiance to Australia. Yeah, so what happens now if they've selected her, she plays and then think, okay, maybe she is too young and then she doesn't play for Australia and then now they've taken her ability to play for Ireland as well. It's just a big toss-up. That dual nationality thing is really harsh on athletes. I know there's been a lot of commentary around it in the netball world because people might say that she's just been selected purely based on them trying to claim her to play for Australia long-term rather than her ability. I'm sure she's great, um, but, like, you can't even, in, like, sort of see how much that could weigh on her as well. But there's friendlies you can play them in. I don't think yeah, you're picking someone for no reason on a – No, it doesn't constitute them no. having a, allegiance. You it has, a to be a major, it has to be a major – Yeah, because in like hockey a proper... it's a cap. It's just any cap. No, no I, it, Netball's for the us, same. I think they changed it. has to be a, mass, a major tournament. You have to sit so, out for four years after you've played at a World Cup. So you have to sit out a whole four-year cycle to play for the other country if you wanted to. And it is only World – like only major tournaments, does it matter? Well, we don't play that many caps though. So like in a year for netball we would probably only have – if there's no major tournament, I would only play maybe under 10 international so they're games. So saying that those caps are worth less than a World Cup cap. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. But ours, we have a lot more. We have like Asia Cup, we have World Cup, we have lots yeah, and lots more. Yeah, so do more. we in hockey, but it's yeah, still Olympics, for us any... qualifiers. Yeah, interesting. So it's only a World Cup if she, if she no, played no, no. in the... major tournaments. Uh, major tournaments, yeah, sweet. Well, interesting. Well, there's lots of soccer chat this week. Yeah. We've got the A-League last night. Um, yes. <laughs> 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 he wasn't doing... <laughs> compared to the Why? very exciting... Why? I was so excited the week before. And I then knew all, it would happen. All I had in my, my, my head was... If soccer was at, if my football was on at the normal time, it would be the biggest sport in Australia. It is so exciting. And then I'm No, so- no, the world game. Look, let, let's clarify my comments last week. If if the world, all world games, so every every game no. played was in the same time zone. Look, I'm trying to paddle here from the ship brink. So if it was very much so the great games of the Champions League and Sorry, I just EPL, fell asleep listening to you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My excuses are coming. No, it was very bad. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the problem is like grand finals usually are quite typically rough, you know, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen. Things like because the tackles are big, it's all just energy and ego mm. and clashes. But literally, Snoozeville last night because no team wanted to take initiative. There was no risk taking. Um, you know, they had the VAR. That's probably the most it's scandalous. And for me, I'm wondering. You know, we all look at it, and you can kind of the umpire's point of view of oh, it was very on the line. Referee, yeah. Anyway. The, Oh, hell. <laughs> the, the refs. That's just too American for me to say ref. Refs. The referee. Um, umpire is American as well. So let's no, just go you'd ref. Say ref. You'd say ref. Referee. Anyway, the ref's decision. What do you say? I say umpire. I say umpire. We've referee. Anyway, so refs. anyway, the ref, he doesn't get the line. You know how no, we, the VR, yeah. And the VR, he doesn't get that line. So what how hard is that for him to be able no, to see? No, he didn't he didn't go and view it. He didn't go and view it. So it came from but, the top. Yeah, but how does that up, upstairs so guy they, not get the line? Well, they get they get shot footage 
They don't have the. Why do they not get the line? They don't get the line because they need to do it quickly. So there's all this banter around. But now you have to do it quickly. You have to do it quickly. And by the time they draw the line for can't Fox be that Sports, hard. Come yeah, on, no. it can't be that it's hard. Probably, at the one. end of the day, it probably was about a minute longer. But if he stops the game, no. Nah. But and he has to go watch it. They have time to actually catch so, up, but they did it on the fly. But you would rather then, and I mean, we've chatted about the VAR before, you would rather an incorrect decision than to wait an extra minute to get the right one. That for me doesn't sit. What's the point? Get rid of it or do it properly. Exactly. It's I, just I, so dumb because that completely changed the landscape of the game. I mean, what could it, not saying they won anyway, but, you know, as a p- player, as a fan's perspective, the game would have been different to watch because it that goal more happens, exciting. more exciting. You know, people then, Glory then have to go, well, we need to get a goal. It gets exciting. You can't just, or they park the bus, whatever happens. Yeah. But I just don't, why are you not doing it properly? Just Take get rid boxes. of it. It's, yeah. it's basically get rid of it because until you, you get it right, stop mm. doing it in matches that count. Just stop yeah. doing it in matches that count. Have all the people – have extra referees yeah. first. Mm. Have 14 referees for all I care. <laughs> 14 <laughs> of them. Like like have three on the line saying, no, 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 that's offside, no. Have people in the stands on the same line as the linesman. Yeah, like a tennis game. Have a, have, <laughs> have a camera that follows the <laughs> line. Exactly. Like, are you, Sorry, are you calling yourself a football fan now? I, call, <laughs> I actually use the term football. I know, you're doing well. I've ch- <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a fan. <laughs> From a fan's perspective, no. okay. So let, no, let, I watch. I watch for this show. Like you're doing, <laughs> you do it. Yeah, you have to know all about it. Yeah, but for me, did you watch Redmayne? So Redmayne is the goalkeeper. Just so you know. Oh yeah, ready. He was Redders. No, not ready. Redders. No, ready. So there's ready. <laughs> That's my nickname Liam, for it. Liam Ready. Yeah. And then there's oh Redmayne. Re- Andrew Redmayne. Redmayne. Yes. You can and tell here who actually does their homework. <laughs> and, and, and sorry, then, excuse me. It, I was playing on the weekend. Is it Red, what were you doing? Is it Redmayne and to go with Steph to Stephen Steph Curry? Curry? Everyone knows it's Steph. He knows he's mispronouncing Steve Curry. And Bill Simons. <laughs> it's Ben Simons. <laughs> Bill. So er, er, the big controversy with a lot of pundits that don't know like football, is the fact that Redmayne jumping around, uh, they were calling him a wiggle, which is <laughs> like a little bit belittling. You're not allowed to cross the line. You're not allowed to cross the line forward. You can go up and down that line as much as you can. It actually takes a lot of good timing for Redmayne to be able to jump around like a lunatic and then still save a penalty. Did you, do you know what she's talking about? Yeah, him okay. saving, yeah, it was In him the, trying to save yeah. a goal. But then the for me <laughs> the like saddest part. The saddest part of that penalty shootout was the fact that Santa Lab takes his final kick as an A-leg footballer, so, so he's retiring, bad. and he tries the the little dink. Which, What's that called again? That's got a name. Uh, Penenka. Is that a person who tri- done it? That he had, done yeah, it they did it in the first, but he gave it away because he slows down so much that Redmayne. But he was also he told, no, he's got a very good goalkeeper coach. Oh. So the goalkeeper coach writ- wrote. On the page, Santa Lab, Dink, Center. And so he's jumping around, jumping around, and then just stands still and waits for it to come to him. Now, mm. any other goalkeeper, that's great homework. That's just got, and mm. I actually got coached by John Crawley. So he actually taught me how to, I save a lot of penalties because. Shout out I was to John Crawley. Yeah. Does he listen? Does no, he- I hope so. <laughs> Does he do private coaching? 
Yeah. Um, probably not. He I has could cross code. Cross code. <laughs> you actually could. I could not. Catch a ball. Other big news out of, uh, you know, football territory. Soccer. I'm keeping going. I'm just going to trail Sorry, through. I gave you the minutes. We're We're through. How many got? We're Kevin Musket leaving victory after 14 mm. years is news. massive. Um, you know, very good decision, I think, on his behalf and the club's behalf. That's from the inception of the club, though, isn't it? Pretty much 14 years. Uh, yeah, so he's a player first. Yes. Yeah. And then he became a coach directly after that. Was he head coach directly after? Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. What are your thoughts on? It's not directly after. He had a couple in between. Yeah. Did he have a couple of where he was coaching at the club still? Because for me, I think it'd be really hard. Like you think of like the Buckley with Collingwood. He had, I mean, he had five years or something after playing mm-hmm. to coaching. Would be really hard to go from playing with some blokes to then having to coach yeah. them. And <laughs> you know to, why? You know why? You because of all the times. Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, no. You know why? Because you, you go out and you want to drink and you want to do yeah. all the naughty things and then you're a coach and you're like, no, 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 none of those naughty yeah. things uh, fly with me and you're like, yeah. hold on, yeah. what were you doing yeah. when and you were a player? One, well, times have changed. It's yeah, not like that anymore. It's, I think Buckley was the most professional person. He's actually toned it back now uh, that yeah. he's a a coach than when he was a player and has actually said, oh, I probably took it a bit too far. But there are a lot that aren't like that. He's a rare exception. And, you know, like my brother played with Goodwin and I hear some of the stories of how they <laughs> behaved back when he was a player and now he's head coach of Melbourne and, you know, Tom yeah. Bug's doing his his problem, not Tom Bug. Um, oh, it was Tommy Bug, wasn't it? The Santa outfit. Anyway, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, well, that probably Getting could have trouble. been goody back in the Dizza, you yeah. know, but what do you do? Well, oh, Guja had Reza. Talking yeah. about misbehaving, right? Misbehaving mm. on, on, on misbehaving screen. Misbehaving on screen. I quite liked it. How, it was yeah. the most exciting thing of the game. Gu- Gujana Jad. Gujana Jad. Yeah, from boys. Iran. He, sc- he scores, so he's fourth penalty taker. He's not even meant to be the last one, but because Redmayne. You want to be the last one. Don't yeah, you? but he was the second last, but he gets to shoot to win it. And afterwards he's dropped the F-bomb. Um, he apologised for it. He did. Sorry po- for cursing on TV. Sorry for cursing on TV. <laughs> Is this live? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, one for the boys, did it for the boys, so proud of the boys. So he's very Shuckers. Aussie. He's been here for a couple of months. Did you see what the – I don't know if you watched the, the footage – it went from him, oh, he's loving the Aussie way, and it went directly to a man in the crowd yeah. drinking a beer, <laughs> big man drinking a beer. Barrelly chest, hairy chest, topless. Loved it. Loved Very it. Very Aussie. Very Aussie. <laughs> there was even a beer snake in, in the crowd. Classic. Always love a beer snake. But um, Gujanajad is, um, you know, he's Iranian, so he, he he would never, ever speak like that anywhere. <sighs> Just loving it in yeah. Australia. Australia. Australia, mate. So much freedom. It is quite um, – I, I do think we did rally the crowds out to – Optus Stadium after saying there would be approximately 10,000 people there and they managed to fill out the whole Optus Stadium with 60,000 people. Had, we had all 18 of our viewers might have gone. There's nothing else to do with Perth. And, and do we, absolutely correct. Did we, did we clarify what the name for a Perth person is? Well, it depends. If you're me, you're a Perthnality. Oh, Perthson. Perthson. Sam Groper is a Perthson. 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 Or Perth woman, Perth, Perth oh. son, Perth. Get it. And one more football news. One more football news. Can I just throw this in? Yeah. The Australian Matildas. All the Matildas are flying business class. Love it. 
to, to the World <coughs> Cup. Uh, <coughs> Shout out job. to uh, Diamonds. We are not, if I'm in the team. I don't think we're flying business no, class. No, yeah, it should be. Still I, waiting. I, we petitioned. never flew business because we had no money. And we yeah. actually, I was, we were in Argentina playing. And our journey home was 48 hours. We went Argentina, yeah. all, all economy, Argentina. <laughs> so we're in a little town called Tucumán. Tucumán to BA, BA to Rio, three hours on the tarmac in Rio, Rio to Dubai, Dubai to Perth. It took 48 hours. I got a DVT. I was out for three months because I had a, a seven-centimetre yeah. blood clot in my my calf. And I remember on the way from Dubai to Perth, oh I was God. like, guys, my look at my toes. Everyone's looking at my toes. My feet had swollen so much. <laughs> and everyone goes to me, oh, look at your fat chipolata toes. Uh, and I'm, I get off and like, I was so swollen. And I'm like, guys, I don't know what a DVT feels like, but I'm I think I have sure. one. Is this it? And they're like, oh, shut up, Parker. Stop being so dramatic. Like, Whatever, blah, blah, blah. The next day, couldn't get it, like, tried to stand up, fell over. I'm like, yeah. Seven, I was out for three months, all oh from God. flying economy. You, you yeah. could have died. I say that, I say that was very traumatic. I'm like, I could have died. died. I need to fly business. Never did. Never did. Well, no, never we did. flew back from Perth on the red eye, like you did last week. And do you know what Putrid. I was most disappointed about? The fact that the flight actually is so short. Yeah. Because I got on there and I was like, oh, five hours of sleep. And he's like, the pilot's like, it is three hours 20 till we reach our destination. Yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's like a very long nap. Coming, it's not a sleep. Yeah, yeah <laughs> coming back. It's quick. Oh, Going over, yeah, I've got fun. that next week. Um, and we'll just so thanks for your soccer wrap-up, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> you could have Joe, stop calling you Joe. I'm Joe. Joe. <laughs> so, oh ho. But, but thanks for your soccer wrap-up. You um, Are you going to get a little bit sad that it's starting to wrap up? It is right And yeah. what are you going to speak about? What hey. are oh, the World Cup's coming up. Yeah. Listen. Oh, correct. Yeah. Correct. I am going to the World Cup. So. I know. We have to get a replacement for you. That's You're right. You're us over there. I'll fly down. I'll you fly, fly my business. voice over. Like business? <laughs> no, I'm done. No. Please. I'm going over with the Green and Gold Army, so um, I'll be captain of the cheerleader squad over there. Love it. And yeah. I'll send my reports back to – that's what she said. because you you're Australian. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. I've got them all down pat. You do? What we love you because you're an Australian. Send in all your chants, please. All your chants. I don't know many. Tag me. You're South Australian. Do you say charts or chats? I say chants, France, <laughs> plant. Dance. I say graph. Do you say graph? No, graph. 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 Yeah, like say hamstring graph. graph. Uh, a lot of people say <laughs> graph. Not into that one either. No, I, I say People tell me it's, it's because I've got class. I've got uh, we have um, oh, um, we class. have a really class. class. We have a really lovely training partner who's coming with us with the Vixens and her name's Sasha, but I keep calling Sasha. her Sasha. Sasha sounds wanky. It's Sasha. And I said, I know, I'm so sorry. The thing that we say, which I know is very wrong and I can't actually stop it, I say Lego, not Lego. Oh, no, that's wrong. <laughs> what, like Legos? Lego? Like Legos past us? Like or Lego is in the toy? As in the toy. I say Lego. No. And I'm aware that it's so wrong. There's something. Can, can you that- just, hold on, let's go. What do you call the two things at the bottom of your hips? What? Bones. The bottom of your hips. Femurs. Legs. Yeah. No, the whole thing. Legs. I get that. No, oh. I know. I know. I know. You I'm don't say legs. <laughs> legs. Think about legs. Legs. Like, my femur. <laughs> my legs. Like, my hip bones. I'm so confused. What are the two things? I, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to give it away. Like no, legs. I. No, I'm no. I'm very aware that it's wrong, but I can't stop it. And I would go to the Lego movie, but I'd play with my Lego with my niece. I can't stop it. 
And, you know, there's things that I know that I'm correct on. Palmy, for example. It's a palmy, not a palmer. And I will always stick by that. But Lego, yeah, I'm aware I'm wrong. Sorry, I just can't change it. Okay. So, it's inbred. Anyway. That's yeah, we're the only place in the entire world that says it. Like they say. No, they no, don't all the say only that. one in the entire world no, that calls no, no, it Lego. all South Australians say Lego. That's ridiculous. No, they don't. They do. We need they, to segregate no, you from no, the rest no, of Australia, no, we're not wrong. Queensland. We're, we're, we're very wrong. <laughs> no, I know South Australians. They wouldn't do that. You can call them later. I, will I want call you to call them. them. I'm and calling them. There, More will say Lego Is there any other person in this office that's from South Australia? Can we just, we need a We'll go test it after We'll do that. And do you know what? I actually might take a microphone. We'll see if we can get Taking a poll. Take up what I'm doing an Instagram poll. No, but I'm aware it's wrong. Anyway, anyway. No, I want to know if everyone says that or if yeah. it's just you. It's not just me. Okay. I think it is My just whole fa- it's your whole family. <laughs> it's just only the Parker family is the only family in the whole world that says Lego. That's Lego. what she said wrong. It's it's very <laughs> That's what so, she said wrong. That's really good. No, it's very wrong. Anyway, <laughs> you got tweet um, of the week. Tweet of the week. My favourite. It's my favourite time because we'll I love Twitter. We'll have to get a um, theme song for Tweet of the Week. It's actually really good. Tweet OJ, week, you're up there week, listening. Can you figure that one out for us? <laughs> um, all right, so my tweet, and it's football related, your football, not mine, um, and it's from this guy. I don't even follow this guy. He's got a blue tick, so he must be important. Um, <laughs> Please tell me who he is. <laughs> his name's Jamie Burnett. Do we know Jamie Burnett? I don't know how he got on my feed. It was very funny. And he said, you know, there are a lot of very – sceptical haircuts going on in football, soccer, like every male sport at the moment, a lot of sceptical haircuts. Just trying to get attention. They are, and I love it. You know, Draco Malfoy the other week, for example. Yeah, Guelphie. 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 Now we know who he is. Before then, no clue. That's why, exactly. So Jamie Burnett has tweeted, as a man without hair, it hurts to see what people like Ryan Grant choose to do with it. That's a mullet. His mullet is so bad. And do you know what? You could really change. You could sub out Ryan Grant there. You could go, as a man without hair, it hurts to see what people like Lyndon Dunn choose to do with hair. You could add so many. Couldn't Lockett have one? It it really is. It really, really is. Lockett had a mullet when mullets were like trendy though, like as in like the 80s. Exactly. It's very different. When did he play? When did Lockett play? 90s? Yeah, 80s. 90s, I reckon, because he played in my. But my you era. were saying that Ryan Grant doesn't match his his, his voice, voice doesn't, doesn't match his, his mullet. What does that actually mean? What oh. do you sound like when you have a mullet? Well, you know how some. Well, not like that. <laughs> are you being stereotypical? I am. Go. Um, that's why I did it in a safe space in our WhatsApp group. <laughs> now, it's, now it's on the internet. <laughs> So, See, that's what Hummer. <laughs> I feel like that's Hummer, what Hummer spud did. Just thought. between friends. Yeah, okay. no, his voice did not match his. What head. he sounded eloquent. No, he sounded. He had a higher Articulate? voice than I was expecting. Oh. And hi, what do you think of my mullet? <laughs> 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 it's so funny. Sarah Perkins from the AFLW. Her voice does not match her either. It's very funny. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, you're right. I don't know what people are meant to sound like, but it, his voice just didn't match his hair. And <laughs> but anyway, so Jamie Burnett, and um, as a man without hair, hurts to see what people like Ryan Grant choose to do with it. He's proper bald. He's proper bald. Oh yeah, yeah. very funny. We had a conversation while we were away. Do you think guys with bald heads or like semi bald? Do you think they get them like lasered, like laser hair removal, <laughs> so it's like a lower maintenance? <laughs> I don't think they do. I'm going to go with no on that one. Okay. We might. Swap but we like, why not? Like, what? that would be like if you're shaving it every second day or you're giving it a trim, like, why not just get it lasered off? It's the one, I mean, we get it pretty tough as girls. Okay, speaking, but we don't of, have okay, speaking of bald heads, this is my tweet of the week. If my phone will load. Okay. Fife and Ablett cleared under the AFL's rule one for stars and another one for everyone else policy. That's it. it 
didn't not, see. Well, you know why? Because um, old mate, what's his name, got suspended the same week. Yeah. That's the problem. I think that if it was separate weeks, it maybe not be so comparable. But and yeah, it's a no from me. Like people go, no, we want our best players playing, but it's sport. As much as it's not fair, you want to. Oh, you I'm, want it to be fair. I'm so skeptical about. They're pretty much only not ruling them out, so they're also eligible for the, the Brownlow. Brownlow. So it at least is a more. So they don't have the. Maybe um, they should change the Brownlow rules that if you only get suspended for one week, you're still eligible. Yeah, but that yeah. But that means everyone would only get one week <coughs> suspensions instead of multiple week suspensions. Yeah, not like into it. Open hand instead of full fist. <laughs> just, just. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it didn't sit well with me. Yeah, and, I didn't like it. And either. I think, yeah, you you earn the superstar thing, and maybe if they were twenty, they wouldn't have that. But you you got to play by the same rules. It doesn't. Yeah, no, don't don't like it. What's your tweet of the week? Uh, my tweet of the week is this legend. Thank you very much for 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 this for giving me this, and I appreciate my fans also, my wife and my girlfriend. Yeah, I mean my wife. Yeah, so, so, I'm so I'm so sorry, my wife. Listen, thank you so much, Aya. I love you so much for my heart. So, must keep on supporting me. And thanks for, for to come to the game. Thank you. And that is how you dig yourself a nice little grave. Oh, I mean my wife. Sorry, he I love you. He thanks his wife and his girlfriend in a post-match interview and then tries to reverse the uh, yeah, the debacle that is his life <laughs> he's, from now on. He's not doing much for that stereotype that, <laughs> that athletes he's are very, not yeah. good boyfriends or husbands. <laughs> yeah, like like the steer away from footballers, um, you know, rule for a lot of women out there goes to show. He's very lucky to have such a broad support network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to thank my wife and my girlfriend. Um, oh, hold on. <laughs> I love you very much. My other girlfriend. Oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, well, ladies, thank you for joining us. Well yeah. done. Come, um, everyone who's listening, come watch our Vixens home game. We're playing on Sunday. Don't know what time, but we're still unbeaten despite us having a draw um, on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> still technically unbeaten. I was surprised with that. Um, anticlimactic. Well, actually, exciting, but. Sounds like. We sounds add, <laughs> due to the bonus point system, we only won one quarter because we drew two of them, so each of us only get three points. Not good for the points, not good for the ladder. Not so good. But not we're playing so on Sunday against the New South Wales Swifts who have only lost one game, so it's top of the table clash. Interesting. And do you have a game? Uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm playing, um, but it's not as exciting. So I'm just going to shout out to Jess Fishlock who won the Champions League Woo. with Lyon um, over the weekend. Woo. They yeah. smashed. Lyon. Alonzi. Uh, Barcelona 4 Is it Leon or Leon? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Leon. Why would it be Leon? Well, it's Lego, isn't it? No, Leon. No, Leon. Leon. It's got an accent. Leon. I did French for one year at school, so I'm so French. Au revoir. Merci beaucoup. Well, um,. Au revoir, ladies, friends, gentlemen, whoever's listening. If you're having a punt, I uh, hope you um, have better luck than sports bet do um, and that you get a bit of a payout. Good luck. Enjoy your week um, and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do we still have a job or? <laughs>